0: Tech. Today we are going to continue with our "What is Music" part four, and we are so far we have seen what happens when you have a single melody line, when you have two pitches together forming an interval, and then what happens when you have chords and harmony in the background. So a piece of music basically is like a story with sounds. It follows a certain form. Usually it begins with an intro, then moves on to the verse, where the main idea of the music is played. They move to the chorus, where the most powerful part of the story is said, then goes to the resolution at the end of the story. But since in a music piece this will be generally too short, the norm became to repeat some of the music, like the verse and the chorus and to make things sound even more interesting, and to cut the fact that there is repetition uh, we started to have a bridge that usually takes the music into another direction, briefly. So coming back to the already heard verse and chorus, uh, that it will sound fresh and new. Uh, one of my favorite artists who does that very successfully is Sting. I encourage you to listen to Englishman in New York. Look at the bridge. It takes you completely far out of the song, but still represent maybe an alley in New York City or whatever, and then brings you back uh, to the the music and everything sounds new and fresh. So this is the form of what happens in in a piece of music. Uh, So music actually can really touch you. What does that mean? Music can touch touch the soul and move you. We all know that. Uh, But I'm saying it actually literally and physically touches you, the listener. Not only that, it, uh, it it goes straight to your brain. Well, let me explain. What exactly is a physical touch? Like when you pet your dog or you shake hands with someone, it's simply the transfer of pressure from uh, uh, you to the receiver through the molecules and atoms at the tips of your fingers that are connected to the nerves that are connected to your brain. Okay, so let's look at how sound is transferred. To create any sound, you need to move a surface that in turns will move the air molecules and transfer it through the air molecules and particles until it reaches your eardrum and moves little bones that move some liquid in the cochlea, and in turns moves some sensitive nerves that transmit the signal to your brain and all that process is very similar to a physical touch. Remember that sound waves needs a medium to travel to you. And the denser the medium, the faster is the sound. The sound waves will travel. In space, there is no sound. So there is no air in the vacuum. So there is really no sound in the space. Have you ever seen those silver balls where you take the first one and you let it go? It hits the first and then you would see that the energy from hitting the first one will move from one to the other, and then on the other side, the transfer of energy, the ball on the other side will will just move out, just jump out, and then come back and, and hit the ball again, and the first one will go back up. It's, it's interesting to see that. How can the motion, physical energy, moves between molecules, and you, you're not able to see the energy transfer, except from, you know, that ball came in, hit here and moved out. Or or sometimes, you know, if you don't have that, imagine curling. If you have ever seen curling or even a billiard, when you see the ball, uh, the, the ball will hit the other and suddenly it's just stopped dead in place and the other one takes all its energy and continues. So it's exactly what happens in the molecular and even the quantum level with sounds when you bang on a surface, you're transferring the energy to it and it bounces back, moving the air around it, and that travels to your ear through the molecules. Imagine those molecules and little atoms in the air are just like little billiard balls. Each one of them is hitting the other one and transferring the energy until it reaches your eardrum, and then you hear the sound. It's the same exact process. Same thing when you pluck a string. And when you pluck the string, it moves the air, molecules, and same thing. Or you, when you blow an instrument, you also move and vibrate the little part. will vibrate, and that moves the air. Again, molecules that you cannot see. They're transparent, but it moves. So this is how the energy of sound waves will travel, and we can hear it. If there's no air, there is no transfer of sound. So we come to the conclusion that a physical touch... Is very similar to the sound. It's moving you. And last week we discussed vintage instruments, and we we saw we said that the vibrations actually reorganize the molecules in the material, in the matter itself. So, and it's even more powerful the sound because imagine a physical touch. You need to be close to somebody to 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 hold and shake their hands, uh, but music sound travels much, much further and it can reach not just one person, it can reach thousands and millions of people at the same time and you can also record it you can't record a touch, or maybe you can Uh, you can record the sound and it could be heard later on, so imagine the voice or the instrument that has been recorded and you play it back is basically and and touches you almost like the real person who played that music is really touching you physically. So are you starting to get the idea of how strong and powerful is sound? Don't forget that sound uh, transfers to your brain and your consciousness and it moves you uh, emotionally. As, uh, and that's a very powerful. So it's a very powerful thing. And music literally touches you. And as a picture captures a moment in time, recorded sound also is a captured moment uh, in time that can be played and preserved almost forever. As discussed earlier, each sound in and, an instrument or voice has a unique signature that is a, a specific and you know Shazam on your phone is able to recognize a song instantly because of its unique sound signature. Even the same guitar will sound slightly different if played by two different players due to the fact that the person holding the instruments contributes to the sound and gives it a unique signature. I discussed that in a previous long time ago episode. So, so yes, a guitar sound is in the fingers and the person playing The style of how he plays and how he plucks and the phrasing and all that. Let's do a small experiment. You're going to enjoy this one. Take your guitar and go to your window and let the tip of the neck touch the window and play. What you will hear is the window vibrates and the sound, the guitar sound will be amplified. Try it on a door or a table. Just be careful not to bang the neck and damage your guitar. I did warn you, this experiment proves that everything touching the instrument, including yourself, will modify and enhance and add and change the sound. And this is a very powerful thing. Uh, So we come to the conclusion today that sound and music is very powerful and it moves and touches people. Literally, I hope you've learned something. I hope it. Uh, I hope it opened your mind into little things about uh, sound, about music, in our uh, four episodes of what is music. So we went from a single sound to intervals, to chords, to harmonies, melodies playing it, and, and then we discussed a, a bit about how sound transfer and how music is actually something that can move you. So until next time, please take care of yourself. Thank you. Goodbye.